One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is David Reed. My name is Eleanor Morton. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world and puzzled the minds of the very best. Today we bring you closure. And today I'm going to talk about Tamam Shud. Ah. I wish you would. I wish you will. Is that, is that how you say it? I think so. Let's do it. Shall I go with that? Yeah. I can't ask him because he's dead. Tamam. Well, that's Spo- not his spoilers. name. Spoilers. Oh. Spoiler alert. I know nothing about this one. I'm rather excited. Ooh. The time is Adelaide, South ha, Australia. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> it's the 1st of December, 1948. And on a very, very nice beach in Adelaide, South Australia, a man is found dead oh. in a sunbathing it's type not position. not that nice a beach. Though. No, he's, he's lying on the beach, but his head's sort of propped up on the uh, bank. Right behind the beach. Um, so he was lightly resting against a seawall and his legs were extended and his feet were crossed. It is believed he had died while sleeping. Yeah. Now, that, that's nothing. how I rest. Mm. I do the old uh, crossed ankles mm. these days. It's, it's good for circulation. Is it? I don't know. No, I wake no. up with a sore foot every day. <laughs> it's not good for circulation. You've been woken up with a numb hand. That's very weird. No. Yeah. Oh, you just, you ac- I accidentally lie on it and it goes numb. And then yeah. you're like... Maybe I don't have a hand anymore. It feels like someone else is sleeping with you. <laughs> I wish. No, sorry. <laughs> uh, a half-smoked cigarette was lodged between his cheek and his jacket lapel, Ooh. and an unused cigarette was behind his ear. It's kind of cool. Right. Witnesses said on the evening of the 30th of November, so the previous evening, yes. they had seen an individual resembling the dead man lying on his back in the same spot and position near <laughs> the place where the corpse was found. So someone had, he was, someone had seen him dead there. Before. Well, no, because when they saw him, he was moving about. Oh, uh, okay. And he was seen. Uh, to, he was seen at one point even even to lift an, his left arm. I would suggest he was still alive for the day before. Oh, mm. controversial. Brave. Um, so, according to the pathologist, the man was of British appearance. British. What does that mean? It sounds like a <laughs> Japanese man saying British. It he does. is a British. Yeah. Um, and thought to be aged between forty and forty-five. He was also in top physical condition. Oh, 
Five foot eleven yeah, inches. That's, that's a British. nice little compliment from the uh, pathologist there. I know you're dead, but really quite fit. Uh, apart mm. from the death, he's uh, yeah, really good. Yeah, he, he's, his doctor would be displeased when he gave him his checkup. Uh, he's five. He was five foot eleven inches tall, grey eyes, fair to ginger coloured hair. Now here's the interesting part. Right. Uh, he had a genetic defect. Being ginger. Allergic Not to Not being sand. ginger. Don't be self-conscious. <laughs> he had no uh, incisors, right. which oh. is something that's a rare condition. And he also had strange earlobes. Strange how? Well, not earlobes, sorry. The bit in your ear. Con- conch. 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 Consciousness. Conch. Foldy bits. The foldy it's bits in your ear. It's a rude word in uh, Peru. Is it? Yeah. Is it a slur? Yeah. Well, no, concha is how they say conch, and it also means lady parts. Right. Right. Because Bo- it looks like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Female roles in films. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was dressed in a white shirt, a red, white and blue tie. Very patriotic. Is that yes. why he looked British? British just, he just wants his country back. He's ginger with a, <laughs> a Union Jack tie. <laughs> Although ginger would suggest Scottish, wouldn't it? So he's not technically British. Uh, so... <laughs> hang on, hang on. They've not left yet. They're going to, though, aren't they? Yeah, one day. We uh, will. So anyway, he's wearing a suit uh, with American tailoring. But all the labels on his clothes had been removed. Now, there's a now I've done that before, and it's because you know you don't want to go around being reminded of like capitalism. Right. Mm. Mm. You just want to think like I own this now, and I don't want to think about. Or you just like to uh, you like to live dangerously, so you want to guess how each item needs to be washed, (laughs) Mm. whether whether it can go in a tumble dryer or not. Who knows? Or it could shrink. Well, right. you just it keeps you on I your do. toes. Yeah. Just put it all in one wash every time, all the time. And then just if you, it, if it, you lose all of your cashmere. <laughs> if he dies, he all, dies. All the cashmere I have. Um, he had no hat, which was unusual for 1948, mm. or wallet. That is very unusual. The body was clean shaven and carried no ID, as they've just said, uh, which led police to believe he had committed suicide. Because mm. this happens quite often. People commit suicide. Yeah. They get rid of all their worldly belongings. Yes. They file... file they fold their clothes on the beach mm-hmm. or they throw their wallet in a bin. Was he not wearing his clothes? He was wearing his clothes. Yeah. I'm just saying people often mm. rid themselves of their mortal But they usually walk into the sea mm. to get into difficulties, as mm. they say, rather than just sunbathe whilst ginger. It's That's a hell of a way <laughs> to go. That's a way to go, isn't I it? I have been sunburned in cloudy weather, so... <laughs> You think it would be be in the rain, so I'm saying a beach in Australia. You you think it's a quick, painless death, is what you're saying? It's painless. I think it would work, though. Do you think that's a mystery we could do one day about why ginger people sunburn so quickly? (laughs) I mean, I know why. Why? It's because we have less um, melanin. Yes. Is that right? It's why you get darker-skinned people closer to hotter climates. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Solved. Anyway, so that was a little mini side one there. Oh, good, good. Very quick. Yeah, Yeah, two for the price of one this week. Uh, Teeth, as I've mentioned before, were strange, Mm. and they did not match the dental records of any known living person. Mm. The autopsy showed that the man's last meal was a pasty. Definitely British. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Although poisoning remained a prime suspicion, the pasty was not to believe not not believed to be the source (laughs) of the poison. Um, On fourteenth of January, so a couple of weeks later, Mm. staff at the railway station in Adelaide, discovered a brown suitcase with its label removed. Okay. It had been checked into the station cloakroom at 11am on the 30th of November, so the day before the man was found dead. Right. It was believed the suitcase was owned by the man found on the beach. Uh, Hang on, you said the 14th of January? Yeah, two weeks later they found it. Six weeks later. Hey? 
Didn't you say it was founded on the 1st of December? Oh, yeah, I beg your pardon, yeah. So they waited till after Christmas before they did anything about it. Yes. Okay, good. Ignore what I said about it being two weeks later, six weeks later. Yeah. Uh, an inquest into the death commenced a few days after the body was found. Now, they found a number of discoveries. Uh, the man's shoes were remarkably clean and appeared to have been recently polished, rather than being in the state expected of the shoes of a man who had been wandering around all day long. Well, he, he hadn't. He'd been lying there for He'd two lying, days. lying down, hadn't he? <laughs> he, he added, the, the, the uh, guy doing the inquest added the evidence fitted with the theory that the body might have been brought to Somerton Beach. So we're, in, we're in a place called Somerton. Right. Uh, uh, after the man's death, according, accounting for the lack of evidence of vomiting and convulsions, which usually happen when one is poisoned. Mm. So, so why do we think he was poisoned? Uh, just because of the way he was found. So he... no other... No other... So, there's n- there's no evidence of any other thing that killed him. Could it? Well, just- the autopsy suspected it was heart failure, but because right. there was pasty in his system, people uh, think he may have been poisoned. Right. Just, but, but that's just because they're not a fay with British food. That's right. right. It's terrible. Could so it- so uh, so far, a man has had a, a heart failure on a beach. I fail to see the mystery. Well, around the time of the inquest, a tiny piece of rolled up paper with the words "Tamam should." <gasps> printed on them, was found in a fob pocket sewn within the dead man's trousers. Oh, here we go. Public library officials called in to translate the text and identified it as a phrase meaning ended or finished. <gasps> found on the last page of a book called The Rubaiyat of Omar Khayyam. Oh, I've read that. Have you? Yes. You are poems. now the prime suspect. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only person to have read that book. Uh, yep. Following a public appeal by the police for a copy of this book, a man brought one in and said, oh, yeah, I found this in my car, which was parked by Somerton Beach, mm. in the back seat. Maybe this is the book you're looking for. Now, they looked inside the book. It was indeed the book they were looking oh. for. But it had a section cut out at the end. The words Tamam should" mm. were missing. It's from that book. It's from that yeah. book. Um, and the theme of the Rubiat of Omar Khayyam is that one should live life to the fullest and have no regrets when it ends. The poem's subject led police to theorise the man had indeed committed suicide by poison, although there was no other evidence to back this theory up. On the blank reverse, microscopic tests indicated, so where the word was missing in the book, that the piece of paper was torn from the page, as we said. Also in the back of the book were faint indentations representing five lines of text. They managed to write them out. And they were seemed either to be gibberish or code. They were just mm. random letters. Ah. I think four or five of them in a, in a row. Like some sort of cipher. Four letters. Four or five letters. It's a four-letter word written on the back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, but the, the, at the time, they thought it was just gibberish. Right. Um, there was also... an so un- to be a British word they were not okay with. <laughs> Chips. <laughs> There was also an unsolicited phone number in the back of the book for someone called <coughs> Jessica Thompson. Oh. Now, they traced her. She told police she did not know the dead man, but when shown a plaster cast, they took a plaster cast of his body, right. and they buried him in a grave, right. unnamed grave. When she saw the plaster cast, she was said to have reacted badly and said she felt faint and had to leave. Boy, she's, they were showing her a plaster cast of a naked kind dead, of a, dead guy. Kind of a weird mm. thing to do. It is mm. weird. Yeah. Um, so, but she said that she'd never met the dead man. She did not know him and didn't know why he'd have her phone number. Mm. Okay. Yes. I mean, 
you know, there is a lot of men now there who do get the numbers of women who uh, don't really want them to have it. That's true. What what year was this, though, remind me? This was 1948. 1948. If anything, uh, I don't know if men have got worse or better. <laughs> I'd say they've probably got worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, could, he could have mailed her a dick pic. That's true. In code. Yeah. <laughs> Five-letter code oh. for dick pic. Now... He was, as I say, he was just buried. They don't know what happened to him, but the mysteries remain. Now, on the face of it, it's kind of an open and shut thing, but some theories have thrown up different ideas over the years. Now, many, many years later, Jessica Thompson's daughter in 1995 claimed that her mother had lied to the police. She told her when she was young, I lied to the police. She did know the man. And the daughter thinks they were spies. Oh, right. Because spies, as you know, cut their labels out of their clothes. Do they actually? They did. Well, they did oh, in the okay. old days, but especially in the war. It's always hard to tell with you. Why? Why yeah. did they do that? Because if they were captured, then they would they could pretend to be someone else. But, oh, but well, no labels, as in that says Mossbrass on the inside. Yeah, but yeah, everything out of their. So clothes. they could pretend it was from a German tailor. Exactly. Or right. I see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, because your your clothing was said a lot more about yeah. you back then than mm. it does now. Where you're from? It? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the other theory was that Jess- he had Jessica Thompson's number, and this is uh, the bombshell of the case. Right. Jessica Thompson had a one-year-old son at the time of this man being found. The son had no incisors ah. and the same defect in his ear. Was he poisoned with the poison from a half-smoked cigarette that was found on his body by Thompson to stop him causing a scandal because she was married at the time and pregnant with another child on the way. Dun, dun, dun. Well, uh, where does she live? In Adelaide. In Adelaide. She's Just Australian as well. So what I'm a, thinking... What are spies doing in Australia? I mean, what, yeah. what well, international espionage goes on there? Well, this is after the war, isn't it? So they might not have always been in Australia. They might have been in, um, um, you know... Europe. Europe. The Far East. Or the Far East. Well, yeah. lots went spies. on. You know, lots of Australians were involved in the Second World they War. They certainly were, because at the time they were still a colony. Yeah, that's right. As it should be. Yes. Um, so I- Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did our share. So my other theory, yes. that I reckon it could be the Russians. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I really like the poison cigarette thing, because mm-hmm. that's very... Very uh, cold. Spy. Yeah, yeah, it's cold sort of war. Cold War-y kind of thing. Did they mm. test do. the cigarette? They didn't think to at the time because mm, they no. wouldn't have known what they were testing for. Because they did, they did do a um, poison check, and right. there was no trace of the poison found. But that doesn't mean he wasn't poisoned because no. if it was ingested via a cigarette, I hear it wouldn't you, have. Come you, up. It depends on the poison because they need to look for specific things as well. They can't yeah, just press poison have on different... the computer. Or, am I making this up, or did I? I heard that the Germans tried to poison some cigars to send to Churchill. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I heard that. Or exploding cigars. Also, the Americans. <laughs> you don't need to poison exploding cigars. <laughs> They'll do the job for you in one. I think the Americans tried to do that with Castro as well. Yes. During the Cold yes, War. Yes, as well as that. Yes. Because... And also put something in his food so his the hair on his beard. His face would fall. Yes, out. and then and people would lose faith in him because he would yeah. be all bald and it, he would be embarrassed. Wow. That's true. Because that, that is very true. Like, people are famously embarrassed by bald people. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I can't think of a bald Prime Minister. Mussolini? 
Was he our prime minister? <laughs> he was the uh, primo in Italy, though. He didn't we? have a. He put his face on everything. Didn't have a he great did. time, though, did he? In the end, he didn't. No. He had a nice time when he was all right. You know, when it was all right. I guess. The war. I guess the Dalai Lama is quite trusted, isn't he? Mm, quite, um, quite exiled as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so. William Hague. Yeah. He's not a prime minister, but never he's got bald. there. No one because likes him because he's bald. Yeah. Right. Ian Duncan Smith don't like him. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely it's all not. Sense, isn't no. it? Gail um, Porter. <laughs> not been Prime Minister yet. No. It, she was on the House of Commons, though. Yeah. She was on that. That's right. That was she was. She had, she had uh, hair. Yeah. Her nudie body was on there. They wouldn't put her on there now, would they? I can't remember disgusting. Who did that? Loaded. Oh, yeah. or was it FHM? FHM. One of those FHM. magazines that doesn't exist anymore because. None of them just, do. You can just Google it. Right. Well, well no, thank God they don't exist, right, ladies? <laughs> You, you've been sarcastic about women's uh, women's live a lot this year. I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> I am being 100% genuine. Oh, okay. I was toying with giving us um, uh, cool names for this series. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ooh, like what? Well, I was thinking you could be uh, D. Reed. That, is like that cool? D. Reed. Like, like D. Reed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that, yeah. I thought you could be E equals M. Orton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and who, I was just going to be John. Uh, I couldn't think of one. Uh, yeah. Uh, a rain man. The rain man. The rain man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought that might appeal to younger listeners. They love the film Rain Man. No, I mean, <laughs> I meant giving us all. Oh, uh, I see. Yeah. I, I could probably think of like D. Reed Dog. Reed Dog. Yeah. I Can mean, I be E. M. and M. E. M. and M. Yep. E. M. M. and M. I. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had a nickname. Really? Apart from this one. You must have had like Reedy. No. Really? Yeah. I like that you assume you must have. What have you had? Uh, Johnny well, Boy, John. I've had that, yeah. But when I went Big to school... J. when I went to Hard stop, Rain. No, not <laughs> When that. that film was massive. Precipitation. No. Spitty. No. When I started senior school, there were two rain things happening. Right. There was a famous motorcyclist called Wayne Rainey. Okay. So I got called Rainey. Right, yeah. And then the film Rain Man came out, so I got Rain... Yes, thank you. I got Rain Man a lot. Oh. Right, yeah. Sorry to bring it up. It's all right. I don't mind. Okay. If it wasn't to do with a man who was mentally ill, he'd be fine. If yeah. he was like really cool, yeah, <coughs> like yeah. he was a superhero or something. Exactly. If he could, like, he sort of is though, isn't he? Put water out of his hands, right? Like a sh- two shower. If he's Halle Berry's Storm sidekick, or whoever plays Storm now, if we're being up with the kids, I, don't, I have no I idea. Know. We are trying to be up with the kids. We should yeah. find that out. We should find that Definitely. out. So the kids listening to this, they're thinking I'm w- I was with them till the X Men. <laughs> Now I'm telling this off. I don't like it. Turn it off. I don't like it. So what are we going to have with you then? Uh, what, my nickname? Yeah. Oh, God, it's so, so much pressure. Um, I do know that my uh, my name is an anagram of dead diver. Oh. Uh, not to bring scuba diving don't, up. Stop talking about yeah. diving. We know you didn't did see you a shark. Did yeah. you go scuba diving at Tenerife? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> uh, no, dead diver. David Reed, dead diver. That's depressing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's a portent. Well, that's what I would Don't go worry. diving again, please. Okay. Well, yeah, don't do it. Okay. We don't want you to pass away. That'd be terrible. You Mind you, it wouldn't, it wouldn't do too bad for the podcast, would it? <laughs> might get some publicity. <laughs> might get some listeners. You know, like a third article on Chortle for one day or something. On the yeah. uh, weekly trivia file. That's it. <laughs> third line down. Which Penny Dreadful died this week? <laughs> Clue, it's not Tom Tusk. And Tom they Tuck. might put, put this out saying he actually predicted his own death. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, and then, and then we'll be a conspiracy theory. He finally saw a shark. <laughs> <laughs> that's the happy ending version. Him. Maybe we should call you Sharky. Sharky. All right. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, the, the Royal Navy has nicknames. 
for your surname. There's, it's quite formalised system. Right. Uh, my wife's father was in the navy, and uh, her name's Ward, and they're all called Sharky. And reeds like me are called blood because of blood red, apparently. Right. So shark and blood went got married in the end, which that's is very nice. nice. It's apt. Yeah. Um. So so what for so like for some common surnames? Yeah, then? yeah. They've I all got they've that. all got a prescribed nickname, possibly to stop uh, mean like, name giving. Like um, <laughs> like people call uh, White or Chalky. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I've seen RAF films. Yeah. There you go. Um, so I'll get, you can call me Blood if you like. Blood. It's quite young. I'm not really comfortable quite calling you Blood. Call me, call me Mr. Bloody. <laughs> Bloody Reed. Bloody, yeah. Davy? You had Davy? Dave? Oh, no. Dave? No, you see, they don't Dave. suit me. No. I can't believe you never got called Davy or Reedy. No. So it just screams of a lack of imagination at your school. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What school did you go to? I went to uh, Bootham Quaker School in York. Oh, well, Quaker there you go. School. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's that like? That was fantastic. Did you get free porridge? <laughs> we did not because those oat bastards stole our brand. Uh, nothing to do with Quakers, those guys. Really not? Absolutely nothing. Even though the man in the picture oats. is one. Right, yeah. Was yeah. He, was, did he escape? That, that bloke. Yeah. It's just a picture. He was, he was a man. He was drawn against his will. <laughs> A new comedy from Great Big Owl, the people who brought you Brian and Roger. Are you a client? Yes, yes, I'm a client. I'm the actor Michael Cork. The Observer called it a lovely thing, wonderfully funny, pitched perfectly, produced with a light touch. No, 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 I've, I've been taken on as Fliss's assistant. You're the, the, you're the assistant's assistant. <laughs> yes, if you like. Heavy Pencil by Anna Crilly and Tony Gardner. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Um, sorry, going back right, to yeah, Tam yeah. Am Shud. Yes, um, so, so the mystery is, who is this guy? Yeah. And why did he have Tamam should written in a fob uh, sewn into his trousers? Sewn into yes. his trousers. So that is for me spy, definitely a spy, mm. right? And this is a secret message for someone, so it didn't get discarded off his body after he died. It's supposed to mean something to someone. Mm. So I would suggest the poem meant something to him and his lady friend. Yes, I yeah. think uh, it. I like the illegitimate child killing the man thing, but then it's like, well, why would she bother? Doing all the Talman should stuff. I, I would add to that. I yeah. think that's all true, apart from she did it. I see no reason why she'd do it with, with poison cigarettes and all that. Uh, Russians mm. did it, obviously. Mm. Um, but So it's a tragic story that he knew he was going to die, and so he... Oh, so did, he did it? Uh, he killed himself because the Russians were after both of them, and he didn't want uh, his child to be got by and, them and, as, as leverage. And he left the code for her... So that was, she would know why he was this, dead. This is where I was going. Yeah. It was his, I, I was thinking it, it was, was suicide, favorite poem. suicide via poison cigarette right. from his own making. Yeah, because he seemed very relaxed. And yeah. the, the body wasn't moved. I don't know why those people were talking about that, because mm. eyewitnesses saw him the day before in the same place. Mm -hmm. He was geeing himself up to do it, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. He spent all day at the place he was going to die. And he took all of the labels out of his clothes like people who commit suicide do. He had threw a, away his wallet. Yeah. He had a spare fag behind his ear in case the first one wasn't enough of a dose. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. I think we've solved it. I think we have. I, I watched some conspiracy videos on the train on the way in today. Right. And none of them touched upon this. And I'm thinking, why? It's obviously committed suicide. What were the other yeah. theories? That it was murder or there were spies. And, what, and any specific uh, indication of what sort of spying he was involved in? No, no. No one. Uh, just general espionage. General Post-war espionage. But I think it's suicide. I think he's gone there to see his uh, girl, estranged girlfriend and child and... Lady just, French. just to say goodbye, or leave that message to say goodbye. I think he's in trouble with the Russians. Let's, it's it's uh, the yeah. Russians. Yeah. I think he's in trouble, and if they if they get to him, they if they can't get to him, they're going to get to him through his loved ones, mm. and so he can't actually go and see them. So I think he's trailed them from afar, so he can see his child again without actually saying goodbye. Yeah, and then gone to this beach to uh, to end it all, so that they have no leverage over his uh, family. I Which is why she pretended she didn't know who I he was. Yeah. Lord Lucan. <laughs> will you stop? <laughs> I will. See, that's him. I will never stop. Um, um, I also, have we considered aliens? We, I've yeah. considered it, and uh, having and looked out. at all the evidence, uh, it is inconclusive. He could have been beamed up to a spaceship, viciously probed anally. Yes. Yeah. Beamed back down. Uh, yes. 
or he could have been punched to death by a yeti. That's <laughs> I wonder. Walking. I what's, obviously someone knows who he is. Yeah. Do you think the British government has any kind of file on this guy? Who's, yeah, definitely. Do you think mm. he orphan? He, they use orphans, don't they? So, <laughs> so yeah, they do. They they say like Fagan's gang. That's it. Yeah. Well, they wait until they're older. Right, right, right. Like I James, think James Bond's Bond. Yeah, what well, was? Uh, it was. God rest his Sorry. soul. His parents died in a climbing accident. They did. Yeah. They did. What were they? Where was he while they were? Out he, he was at home with Kincaid. I'm guessing. Yes, of course. Albert Finney. Who's Up in sadly. Skyfall. Yeah. Skyfall. Oh, uh, also the patriarchy. Shouldn't yeah. forget them. They're, They're responsible. They probably did it. Put that in there. But I think he's he was off the records because he's been a career uh, spy. Mm. That's why yeah. he could face the end with such dignity. Yeah. Um, it made quite a nice drama, wouldn't it? Yeah. Can, that ending. Can I posit that the pasty and the ginger hair and the tie were all misdirections and he was Russian, in fact. Ah. And they were trying to pretend he was... They were like, what do British people wear? I mean, if I was trying to pretend to be British, <laughs> eating a pasty and wearing a Union Jack tie, if I was trying to b- blend in in Australia and not look British, <laughs> a Union Jack tie would be a mistake, I mm. think. Mm. But you're saying that as a British person. I think as someone who was just trying to think, what do British people wear? I think you're very much... Very you're well saying mind, he was Japanese. I'm saying he's not British and he's pretending to be British and that's what he thinks British people dress like. Right, yeah. Well, maybe he just had a pasty to try and blend in with yeah. the whole identity. Just It shocked him to death. Because the only ever film he's seen about Britain is the Spice Girls movie. Wow. His style is completely based on Jerry... Yeah, uh, it would give you a very warped view of our country. Also, Roger Moore talks like a spy in the Spice Girls movie. Oh, let's hear it. He says things like, when the boomerang of... Um, something is heading oh, for the wall of something. When the boomerang of something surprisingly, is heading for the wall. Surprisingly um, prestigious cast. Yes. Meatloaf. Richard E. Grant. Richard E. Grant, your friend. Um, Claire Rushbrook. Baby Spice. Yeah, she's in it, yeah. <laughs> she your favourite? Mm, no, I was always uh, weirdly uh, into Mel C, but just because I felt sorry for her. <laughs> oh, no. Like, all the others were allowed different outfits, <laughs> and she always had to just wear jogging Presumably bottoms. Presumably you were target audience for them. Yeah, very much so. Who was your favourite? Ginger. Mine too. Mm. Really? Yeah, because she was from Watford. Right. And yes. I was from Watford. Yeah, makes sense. And I'd heard stories about her. <laughs> I mean, who else really? could I? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, another mystery. Not really. Mm. <laughs> Not when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, th- no, but she's posher than Posh Spice, though, isn't she? She is now. Ironically. Now she's uh, Jerry she, Horton. She went to a, a fancy school. She did, yeah, but she was a bit of a wild child. Oh, was she? Yes. A real wild child. Wild child, the song. Uh, I'm just at a school, like a real, real cool. Iggy Pop. Iggy Pop Spice. Yeah, he was one of them. Is he in Is he in that film? In Spice World? Yeah. No. Oh, that's a shame. Sounds no, like but Norm be. from Cheers is. Yes, that's right. He is, isn't he? Who's yeah. he in it? He, uh, He's a guy working for a newspaper. That's right. And Mark McKinney from Kids in the Hall is dreadfully wasted in it. Oh. It's very I, sad. I saw that film at a friend's house and I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Barry this Moore. This was last week. This was last week. Barry Moore's in it. <laughs> Do you know for years uh, on the Wikipedia page for the Spice Girls the movie, Spice World the movie, the Barry Moore character was known as Pool Attendant. Which someone had changed, and it hadn't got corrected for years. Wow, it's, it's corrected until now. John Rain. It wasn't me. Uh, but you I would have done it. Had I, you I, I wouldn't. To. I think that's a very low blow. <laughs> it's very low blow. The man mm. was mourning the stranger in his house. Yeah, oh, it's dear. not. It's not a nice story. It's not one. a nice story at all. Um, but 
but back to the uplifting right, yep. dead guys in Australia. Yeah. I think we've solved this one. Yep, I think we can, cracked I, I it think, some time ago. I think he's a spy who committed suicide and left that note to, as a, in a message to the woman. To as say, a cryptic message to the one done. he loves. And, uh, and he, he, he did been, it for love. He did it for love. Aww. Maybe maybe she, right, had someone tailing her who wanted to kill her or do something. This fella killed her, that man yeah. and then left the note saying, it is done, and then killed himself. Right, right. I think, yeah. I think it sounds a bit like a John Le Carre novel. It does. It does. Very and where was he? Well, he was probably working alongside mm, him in the circus. What does he know? He was a juggler. He was a juggler. Was he? No. no, no, no. It was a juggler. I've, I've done a play about him as well. I know, I've, I've heard all of them. Oh, haven't you, haven't you heard it? Yeah. Don't actually. you like his stuff? No, I do like his stuff. I know. <laughs> I think I went to that one, actually. I'm a big, I'm like a big Penny did. Dreadfuls nerd. Oh, me too. Aww. I think they're dreadful. No, oh, fair enough. Not penny, really. penny dreadful. The penny's dropped. That'll be the headline when you find out you're dead. <laughs> we call ourselves the uh, the Penny Dreadfuls to uh, to make all of the puns on our name about how bad we were so obvious that no one would dare write them. Yeah, <laughs> seems to work. It does right well. All right. Oh God. Lucan again, you've angered him. <laughs> um, well, there can be no doubt. I genuinely think there can be no doubt we have solved the case. I there, think right? that's yes, I think we, solid. I think someone will hear this and think, "Shit, that's really good." Yeah. Not the other episodes we've done. No, I, no. I still want to know what his what he was doing. He was lying on Probably, the beach. No, thank you. Right. I meant what was his job? What spying was he doing? Oh, um, oh, he's had a long life of all sorts all of sort, gobbins. All I types. think he spied on ladies <laughs> on a ladder with binoculars. <laughs> well, that's what he did at the end with his own uh, ex-lover. Mm. Yeah. Right. Well. Sad. Sad story. They do say that you know love. They do say that. They do. Yeah. They do say that. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for listening. And we'll see you next week with another exciting mystery, potentially award-winning, I think. Oh. Um, So uh, until next time, my name is Rain Man. (laughs) My name is Mr. Bloody Reed. Uh, I'm E-Dog. I've changed it. E-Dog. E-Dog. I like that. E-Dog. Can it be E equals MC Dog? No. Because MC... Dog. I get, I get cool. what you're saying no, it doesn't make sense. All right. Dog, um, dog with a W in it. Well, uh, we'll have to change our Twitter handles at some point, <laughs> but at the moment they are uh, at AllRatherPod, which may change to MC Pod. No, drop the MC thing. DJ Dog Pod. <laughs> uh, Mr. David Reed's over there. Hello. Uh, at Eleanor Morton. Yep. I am Mr. Ken Shabby. Uh, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Tamam should have recorded it again. Uh, <laughs> keep that in. Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont. I do Crime Club. In Series 1, I spoke to people like this. Did you not kick a policeman in the head? Yeah, that was... When was that? I was 17. Wait, was I 17 or 19? I think I might have been 19, actually. In Series 2, I talked to people like this. There was a paedophile with one leg. I kicked him clean out his wheelchair. About four of us... I mean, we battered him. And this. Cheated on your boyfriend to give him gonorrhea? 
Do you want to go there or would you rather not? Yeah, no, 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 I could talk about it. I have jingles like this. That's Crime Club, where strange people tell stories involving bad behaviour. New episodes out every Monday. Great big owl. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.